Welcome to the Divine Feminines podcast and channel. I'm your host, Steph Desar, and in today's episode, we're talking about how to claim back your divine feminine power. How do you claim it back and then allow yourself to really rise in your divine feminine power? And before I get started, don't forget to like and subscribe to this channel. We're Divine Feminines on YouTube and all major podcast platforms. That's Apple, Spotify, Google, you name it. And we're also on Instagram and TikTok. That's Divine Feminines with a Z at the end. You can also follow me on Instagram at Stephanie Desar, and it'll be up in the box there for you to see. And why also like and subscribe the YouTube channel? Well, the YouTube channel has content that we don't also put out on the podcast channel, but for everyone that's following the episodes, you get great motivation around mind, body, soul, empowerment, divine feminine, divine masculine energies, how to really claim and become your best self and embody your best version of yourself and really connect with your mind body and soul so on youtube you can also get special bonus content on the moon manifestation portals um and all the sort of moon cycles and i do energy updates i don't do personal readings but i do pull intuitive messages and channel messages on those specific um videos and you won't get that on the episode so um the podcast episodes that is so before I get into this, I just want to say welcome to everyone that is on this episode, whether you're an existing subscriber, follower, or a new a new follower, welcome. You are all welcome here, and um, I'm just great to be able to share this, this message with you and to have you here in this sacred space. Um, this is, for me, the best way that I can share um, my wisdom, my experiences, and the messages that I really feel are relevant for the collective on Earth right now. And if you're coming across this, then you're meant to see this. And this is a relevant moment in your journey where I might just make you think of something or just inspire something in you. Um, and that's all I'm here to do. I am just another soul here on Earth living this human experience. And I'm just sharing my own genuine experiences and knowledge because I really just want to see everyone rise up and enjoy this beautiful earth because this is a great time to be on earth. So I think that's a great segue into, you know, claiming back your divine feminine power. Now, a lot of you might not even think, oh, like, I'm not sure how to, how do I label that? What does that look like? Well, your divine feminine power comes from the source of you, comes from the center point of you and all that is that makes you you. And when you lose your power or your power is, your energy has been kind of, you know, pulled away or been sort of distracted or drained or you're not really connecting to yourself and harnessing your power, then it's being given away. And ultimately, for females um, specifically, that will affect your divine feminine power more so because you'll be relate to being a predominantly a female. We all possess masculine energy too. Now, if you're a man and you're watching, it's the same concept because it, it, predominantly, yes, you might be losing some of your power and it might be more from the masculine side, yes, but it will affect both entities of masculine and feminine. So if you're a man and you're watching and you relate to being a man, then this is still a great episode for you because it's claiming back your power, whether you resonate with being a man or a woman, and you all possess feminine and masculine energy. The reason why I specifically focus on feminine energy here is, and, and this is not to be, you know, gender, preferen preferences, um, preferential treatment, sorry, I didn't get that one right, um, 
this is not sexism, this is not, you know, the feminist movement. This is because the, the feminine energy in both men and women have been has been very wounded and distorted over hundreds and hundreds of years. And this has been the build-up. Build and what is going to help us heal collectively and help this earth rise up is to allow that feminine energy within all of us to come to better balance, to really awaken and rise up and lead like the feminine energy needs to lead in balance with the divine masculine energy. And when we can have the two in balance within us, we are at our ultimate like best version of ourselves we are in our self-union we are in that complete union and yes it is quintessential to keep that going because it doesn't just you know come and then you go oh yeah I've got it all together and then it's gonna go so when we talk about um claiming back your divine feminine energy first of all I want to talk about how you probably could be giving away your energy and feeling drained and this can happen on a number of levels a lot of us might you know, I've been there and we're like, we're blaming other people like, oh, this happened and they said this and that happened and they did that. But we have to come back to ourselves because we are the masters of our own world. We are the creators of our own reality and we co-create every moment and every situation. And believe it or not, even when people are acting kind of crazy or being unreasonable, in some shape or form, we have had some co-creation to that. We do have a due, due responsibility and accountability for that happening. So um, I just want to say that. And so what I'm going to focus on is how you can really own that world of what you create and the reality that you are creating all the time and every second and every minute of the moment of the day, hour, day, week, month, <laughs> year. So claiming your energy is important, but knowing where your energy is going away is also important, right? So, you know, um, things like feeling tired, um, really feeling like you're not making any time for yourself, you may not even see it that way. You might be in a routine where you're kind of just bumbling along and just dragging yourself from here to there, but you are tired, you're exhausted, you're feeling unmotivated. Your energy is definitely getting depleted and it's getting depleted with you continuing to run, live through a cycle and run through this cycle like a hamster wheel. That is not helping. So first and foremost, looking at that schedule, looking at your routine and understanding what is it that is making me feel so drained and tired. Now, this can come back to, you know, the time you're taking out for yourself to rest, um, exercise that you need to do for your body, what you're eating, but then also how much time you're giving to yourself to be alone. When we're constantly on the go and we're around people all the time, we don't realize that we're actually giving our energy to those people and to those situations. Whether they're good or bad people, it doesn't matter. That's not the question here. Uh, I'll come on to that in a minute, but you're giving, you're giving, you're giving, you're giving, but you're not giving to yourself. So what the first thing I would recommend is, number one, look at where you're feeling burnt out, look at where you're feeling quite tired and exhausted, and see where you can start to factor some time in for you. Now, in doing that, you will need to say no. You might need to say, and I've said this in the soft girl era um, episode, the saying no and stepping back um, and really try taking time for yourself so you can get into your softness, you can relax. But that time that you're taking back or those moments that you're claiming back, 
it's time better spent on yourself so you can just be with yourself. Like if you're feeling exhausted, maybe you just need a nap. Maybe you just need to kind of get some time to just sleep more and just read a book, just relax and be with yourself. Now you can start to do things like guided meditations and things like that, of course. Do some yoga, do some exercise, go for a lovely walk, but try to do some time alone because in order to, you know, to stop giving away your divine feminine power, you need to be able to cultivate the power within you and then know where it's getting depleted or where it's getting drained and start to cut off those those avenues those routes where it starts getting drained and so there's a bit of a balancing act here there's the am i one giving to myself and making sure i'm cultivating this energy great okay good but then is it getting drained quite quickly is it kind of almost like watering plants that are dying plants right that's a good way to say i'm watering a bunch of dead plants they actually just need to be removed from the garden and i need to go and water here because this is the, these are the plants that are going to flourish and blossom and really give me a beautiful garden, right? So first and foremost, definitely look at where you're feeling drained and tired. Now, in that, you're going to look at your routine. You're going to see, oh, maybe actually it's some of the food I'm eating. Now, a lot of food can give us quite heavy feelings and sometimes we overeat. I was talking to someone a few days ago and they said, I was really active, but now I'm working 11-hour shifts and... I think part of that is um, making me eat a lot because I'm just feeling like tired and oh, and then I just start eating and eating and um, I don't know what's happened. And I said, yeah, it's just sometimes we're, we're eating out of comfort. We're eating out of almost like a, it's an externalization. So we're not feeling in our best self. So then the food is a comfort. And I know everyone will understand that because I'm sure we've all been there. I mean, can you believe that I went from what was a size eight, size 10. And then I went to like, what was a size 14 and 16. Like, I can't even believe I even got there. I mean, I obviously managed to sort myself out afterwards, but it was not me. And I got into that cycle and we, we, it happens to all of us. It can happen to all of us. Some people have the luck of the draw that they just look petite all the time. But even looking petite all the time, it doesn't mean that you're healthy inside, right? It's not about the external, it's also the internal and for longer term health. So another really important thing is um, who we're around and who we're giving our time to. You can be spending a lot of time around people and giving that time out of your schedule to people and situations and coming back feeling really, really drained and tired and exhausted and not really feeling motivated. You know, you could be around those that are like also complaining, also kind of almost kind of making you feel kind of just trodden on and maybe they even are a little bit manipulative they gaslight or they're a bit of a bully or they actually want to talk about like the media and the celebrity space and all that's going on in the world and politics and all of that and you know what I think about all of that that just drains you and it's not what I think about it I know it drains you when you feed into these media stories and all of that they're all very negative and low vibrational things and feeding into that, you're just giving away your power, you're giving away your energy. So it can go to social media, who you're following, what you're following. There's a lot of um, people that are out here, you know, trying to get a lot of um, movement going and yes, follow me and I'm going to empower you and all of that. And there's some genuinely good people out there. 
Um, obviously, I'm going to say I'm one of them, right? Um, because I'm speaking from my heart and soul. But at the same time, there's some that are not. So you just got to go with what resonates. But there's a lot of rubbish on social media. Watching these celebrities and what they're doing tomorrow night and what they're wearing, is that giving you anything? Are you gaining anything? Is it giving you any power, any value? Is it helping you rise in your feminine energy? Or is it just getting you so distracted that you're more interested in other people's lives? So think about that. Coming back to friends and and situations, even family, friends, work situations, it's about when to say no. I, I quite liked, do you know when little kids are small and, and two of my good friends, soul family, have two little girls and both of them are in the stage where like they love saying no, no, no. And I'm meant to say to them, do you know what? I think when we get older, we forget about that whole no, no moment because I think all kids do the no, no, no. And we lose that like attitude of saying no, no, no. Because we've become yes people. And that is distorted feminine energy, you know, to be very much yes, yes. And it comes from that area of people pleasing too. So being prepared to say no and set boundaries. Now, saying no, or I can't make it tonight, or I've, you know, I'm just going to spend some time with myself and, you know, speak your truth, say that, you know, I just need time out for me. Now, this is going to be a very telling moment because by setting those boundaries, whether you're sort of saying, I can't really spend that much time socialising or, you know, I can't help you with this or, you know, we always used to do this. Well, I need to kind of put some time in for me so I can't keep doing that with you because a lot of it comes from habits and routines like, oh, I always did that with so-and-so, so that's why I have to do it still. No, you don't. Just because you've been doing it for the last 20 years doesn't mean that you have to keep still doing it for the next 20 years. And if you do decide to change it up, there's nothing wrong with that. Change is good. And I think a lot of what gives away your power, and especially the divine feminine power, is being in that situation of like just getting stuck in routine and that creates stagnancy, which is not great, right? It's really not great because that is what ultimately creates this incestuous cycle, cyclical kind of rhythm of, you know, doing the same, 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 and not really growing and expanding. Growth and expansion needs change, and you need to be receptive to want that change. And then a lot of great things shift for you, and blessings come in. We talk about, you know, manifestation, and I do a lot of content on that, but you can't expect to manifest if you don't allow yourself to you know, grow and expand and to cleanse and to rejuvenate and to create space for expansion. So this all is interconnected because when you claim back and stop giving away your energy, you become in a better, more embodied version of yourself where you're harnessing that beautiful energy and that power that you have, that divine power because you are divine, you're harnessing that and then you're able to use it to to create the life that you want. So when you set those boundaries with friends, family, work, whatever, sometimes they don't want to play ball. And you'll see that and you'll notice from who does and who doesn't. Some will respect your boundaries and that will be great. And then that will show you that, you know, this is a good opportunity. This can, you know, probably I can still, you know, be around this person. Actually, this is a way forward. Um, Others might not like it and they might kick off and start to become really difficult with you. Now, those situations are very much going to be representative of the toxic situations, the really low vibrational situations, and you need them out of your life. You don't need gaslighters, narcissists, people that are not going to do the work and not ready to claim their power and be in alignment. 
because they're not going on the same path as you. You're watching me right now because you want better for yourself. You want to claim your power. You want to be in your divinity. And you know that you're divine and you're worthy of love and worthy of all the blessings. And you are abundant. So, and you want to claim all of the goodness that is due to you because it's waiting for you. You just need to say to yourself, I'm ready. And in order to say I'm ready, you need to be a vibrational match for that readiness. And then it all starts flowing in and it's a beautiful unfolding and you just start to really enjoy things. But work needs to be done. Choices need to be made. Now, making those choices and those decisions and speaking up isn't easy. But once you do it once, you start to build the momentum and you start to be able to realize the impact it's having. And it helps you to stand in your truth more often. I tell you, I've been quite a truthful person in my past, I've had moments where I've told lies, oh yes, and I was hiding and doing things, and you know, I, I had to learn, you know, we all do that, whether it was lying to family, or f- friends, or even work, because I was trying to skive, you know, when I was younger, whatever it was, but the truth is always the most purest place you can be, because when you're truthful to yourself, and you're truthful to others, you are respecting and really navigating in the most highest vibrational way you can possibly navigate and and move not everyone likes the truth and sometimes the truth isn't always very nice so that does come with this right I'm not going to say that that's an easy thing but it's when you take that accountability you know the universe does support you and does come through and assist and things get easier the more and more you step into your authentic power so there's going to be this moment that if you are going through this, and like right now, as I record this, this is the eclipse moment. We're in a, an eclipse portal, so we're in November right now. But we will have many eclipses, and eclipses are a great time to see when things need to shift. This is a moment where things that are not in alignment, not in your highest good, will be eclipsing out or being shown, brought to the surface, so you can make a decision. And Not everyone will like your decisions. Of course they won't. But you don't need to explain yourself. That's the other thing. As long as you do what you need to do and you respect yourself in the process and you're not being rude to another person, you can remove yourself from it. If people don't like that you can't meet them as much as you used to or you actually just want to not be in that relationship anymore because you think, I need to walk away from this, do it and stick to it. And yes, it's going to be hard to change in that moment and you've got to get used to the new dynamic. But they always say, a new routine, once you start doing something after about, I think it's the 30th day or something, it's almost embedded into your subconscious brain. So keep doing it and be consistent and it just becomes, it is, it it is, like that's the new normal for you. So create new normals that are much more healthier and that's how you can claim back some of that power. The other one I want to talk about is like self-talk and guilt. So when you are doing this and you are in that moment of like, oh, I need to tell so-and-so this or I need to, you know, cancel rain check or I need to change my plans or, you know, and it involves a lot of people or I need to just make time for myself. There's that element of guilt. And there's so many times when I've had friends say to me, I feel tired, I don't really want to go out, like I'm really just, I could just stay at home. And I'm like, well, don't go out. And then they'll be like, no, but I feel really bad because like I said to so-and-so, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. But if you really, really can't do it, 
tell them no. Okay, if you've booked a table and everything's been booked and planned, okay, fine. But then next time around, when you're being asked to go out, don't just say yes for the sake of saying yes, because it's just your typical rhythm and your habit. Think about it. Take a step back. Say, I'll get back to you. I'll think about it. Let me let me check. I'm not sure yet. And if you turn around and you're like, no, I shouldn't do this, don't feel guilty. It's in the guilt. Guilt is one of the most draining feelings you can feel of your divine power. It strips away your divinity. So a lot of people feel guilty for stepping up, speaking their truth, feel guilty for saying, no, I can't do this anymore. No, I don't want to be with you anymore. No, I don't want to hang out with you anymore. No, I'm not going to deliver this by this time because I can't. When you remove that feeling of guilt and know that you're actually speaking your truth and to speak your truth should never feel like guilt. It should feel like your power. And I had to say it like that. Just had to say it like that. Right, goddess energy. Right? So, guilt and that self-talk. So when you're constantly thinking about, oh, but this is going to happen, that's going to happen. What are you doing? You're giving so much energy. Your focus, energy flows where attention goes. So wherever your attention is, you're giving your energy there. But is that giving you, is there anything, is there any good in that? Like, what are you gaining from that? You could be doing this. Rather than that, to these, these, these situations, these thought patterns, these ideologies, whatever they are, you could be giving them out left, right and centre. But all of us, all along, you're here and you could be doing with all of that great energy, just keeping it here and harnessing it and really like rising within that energy because that's going to help you navigate. That's going to help you connect to the intuition. That's going to help you feel more balanced, more rested, more calm. But in order to do that, you need to start to practice being present and clearing the mind. So mindfulness activities are great. Great self-talk activities are great in dislodging things that are in your subconscious brain. So doing the mindfulness activities, where whether it's like yoga's great, I've mentioned this many times, listening to um, a podcast and really being in tune, you're actually quite mindful in the moment. Going for a nice country walk and just being in tune, not being on your devices, putting it all away, just relaxing. Maybe listening to a meditation if you want to meditate. A lot of people say, oh, I don't like meditation. I'm like, if only they just got into it and they just push themselves, they'll love it and they'll never want to come back. Because the days I don't meditate, I'm like, oh, I didn't meditate. But I find that alternative ways. I might not be able to sit still and do a meditation. So I do some kind of activity that is almost like a meditative activity like cleaning can be a walk me arranging my flowers you know I've just play some music and I start arranging my flowers and just in that moment and I'm that is when that your energy is that is ultimate high and it's harnessing and it's coming back into you because you are present you're not giving it anywhere else you are being obviously in life we can't just be being all the time there is doing but we're not enough being right now and I actually was reading my Akashic records the other day and um, one of my soul uh, origins is, um, oh, what is it called? I forgot the name of it, but I am from, one of my soul origins is uh, from the place of just being, <laughs> of being, and we're really great at being, and it said a lot of people love being around you because you bring a sense of great calmness and peace, and it makes a lot of sense. Because um, I've actually, but, but it took me a while to get there because I'm trying to find myself. We're all trying to find ourselves. We're all here on earth trying to unveil who really are we? 
who am I? What have I come here to do? What is my purpose? What really lights my soul on fire? What is it that I'm passionate about? What do I want to share with humanity? How do I really want to leave my legacy and my footprint on this earth so that it's a better place? Because why else are we here on earth? We're not just here to just like experience like loads of making money and, and building stuff and inventing stuff and just like all this materialism. That's not what we're here for. We're here for love, light and raising the vibration. And if you're still watching this, then you definitely agree with me. <laughs> um, so being, being present is going to be a powerful way to cultivate that energy and claim back the power. The self-talk is important, plus with the guilt. So when you're guilty, your self-talk will talk guilt talk to you. Like, oh, you can't do this. You shouldn't do this. Oh, that happened before. And your self-talk can also, guilt can also come from a place of ego, but tarnished ego where... The ego, everyone thinks ego is like this pride and this like, oh, my ego. I had to say it like that. But, you know, I could do that. Oh, no. That's not what ego is only. There's an element of that. But ego is also going by what's happened in the past. So, oh, last time I did that or last time I tried to meditate, I couldn't, couldn't do it. I'm not going to do that again. So it goes by like past experiences and learned behaviours. And so it will be more about fight or flight. The ego is about fight or flight and, and creates defense mechanisms. Now, we all have to live with our ego, but it's about understanding our ego. And our ego does play a, a supporting role to us. It does, you know, survival of the fittest, the ego will step in and make sure that we're, we're looking after ourselves in that moment and we're doing what we need to do to secure whatever our safety is at that moment in time so our ego is necessary but we need to make friends with our ego and i talk about this in a lot of the other episodes making friends with our ego and understanding our shadow as well within that and knowing that the, the ego will be of assistance when it needs to but when it isn't of assistance it's running that self-talk it's the ego that's going oh but if you do this that's going to happen or do you know what my friend set boundaries and then she lost all her friends. And oh my God, I can't be that person. Well, let me tell you something. When you're going through your awakening and you want to claim back your divine feminine power, you really want to cultivate that power because you want to be that goddess. You want to cultivate that goddess within. The only way for you to do that is set those boundaries, is to speak your truth. And when people fall away or situations die away, that is a good thing. There is a moment in the journey where you do need to have um, almost a time where it is a bit lonely and you are on your own a little bit because you're, you've created massive space and space for you to find who you really are and just to kind of get more comfortable with who you truly are. And as you're doing that, newness comes in and experiences people and wonderfulness. And I am living proof of that. And this is why I'm here doing this podcast because I wouldn't feel so passionate about it if life wasn't so incredible and brilliant after doing this work and continuing to do the work and that's the final bit I want to say is that we need to be consistent so the self-talk telling yourself I'm divine I'm beautiful I'm loved I'm a co-creator of this universe I create my reality all of these great affirmations I'm a divine being I cultivate my goddess energy my divine feminine power is is number one to me it is it matters to me I am worthy of all the greatness, of all the miracles. My life is aligning to my highest vibrational um, potential. I attract the right people, situations, experiences. 
I am worthy. I am worthy. I am brilliant. I am beautiful. I am a goddess. I am divine. Right? These great affirmations are going to help you consistently talk good to yourself. And it starts to remove the guilt the more and more and more you do it. It doesn't just go away after one moment or one day. You need to be consistent. And this is my thing. I'm here telling you this and I've been working on myself and transforming for the last five years specifically. I mean, yes, before those five years I was transforming in ways, but in a conscious way, been transforming in the last four to five years massively. And the growth in the last probably two to three years has been exponential. And when I said to myself, yes, 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 I'm taking this growth. And I knew that a lot of the decisions I was making was going to make me lose people, have doubters, people walk away. And I'll tell you something now, guys, like I'll tell you this, a lot of the doubters and the people that, you know, were just probably like, what did she do? Like she just, that that was crazy what she was doing. Like all the choices, her cutting off herself from this, that, getting a divorce, whatever it was, not following the crowd, now, I'm sure that a lot of people look at me and I do have people from the past coming back, like, randomly, like, wanting to talk to me. But I'm like, uh, not that I've got any bad vibes to get t- towards them. I'm like, uh, that was so, like, um, another lifetime. I'll be polite, but I ain't got time for that. And they actually are seeing, wow, the transformation and the goddess energy. But I'm always committed to it. Every day, every moment, I'm intentional and conscious. Now, we are going to have moments where life gets us down. There are going to be moments where we have a really shit day. We've got to ride those waves, but we can't give to it so that it takes all of our day out and we're completely, like, bewildered by it all and we're sucked away by it all. We need to allow ourselves to recognise that things are happening, shit happens, but don't sweat the small stuff and start to allow things to just float away, don't hold on to them. And it's past trauma and past hurt that kind of makes us hold on to things and behaviours and patterns that we're just used to kind of getting caught up in the moment with those things. And they're like the littlest things, they're not going to make a big deal. Sometimes they're bigger deals, don't get me wrong. But even with the bigger deals, if you, if, even if you, get, if you give a lot of energy to a big deal and a lot of energy to a small deal, it's just giving a lot of energy letting go of it and surrendering and kind of going, I'm just going to try and be calm and be with myself and the answers are going to come and start trusting more. Things will be easier. The small stuff, you don't, you don't even need to worry about it. It's, it's our choice. And I always say stress is a choice. You know, you, you don't need to be stressed. And I always remind myself, like, I, don't get me wrong, there's moments where I could totally get stressed or frustrated and, and it comes to me and I know that I have a decision and I'm like, no, but I'm going to go in the way of my peace and my most calmest path of least resistance. And what is that? I need to go and give to myself. I need to make sure that I've kind of checked in on me and then I can show up and make that decision. And I take a step back. We don't always have to respond or react. We can take steps back. We can say no. We can create distance. There's nothing wrong with distance for us to just get in tune with ourselves. So I really hope that this episode serves you well. I really just wanted to give you quick inspiration and motivation around how to claim your, you know, divine feminine energy and how to not give it away anymore and really just harness it. 
I am going to do another episode and a few more around once you've claimed that back and you're really doing that job and you've kind of decluttered and kind of found a new vibrational point for yourself, how then do you tap into that inner goddess? So stay tuned for more. I love you all. Sending peace, love, light and abundance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.